Morning, morning, morning. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Nadia's World, of course, with your girl, Miss Nadia. So on today's uh on today's episode, we're definitely I definitely have a lot of things I want to cover with you guys. So I'll try to make it as briefly as possible. So uh yeah. Happy Sunday for you guys. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. We are moving right along. It is February. So on today's show and pretty much covering for the month, we're going to definitely give, uh, I have a new segment called Who Am I? So before the show is over, I will definitely give you guys clues to who am I? Well, who am I referring to? So, yeah, we're going to deal with that. And uh, we're going to talk we're going to talk about that later, but we'll deal with that accordingly. So tonight is music's biggest night. Of course, y'all know that happens to be the Grammys. So the Grammys, um, the Grammys are pretty much tonight. Um, there have been parties and mentioning about it all weekend long tying into tying into who's going to win record of the year album of the year and many other prestigious awards scissor is at the pack with nine nominations followed by victoria monet and a couple of other chart toppers performance will be olivia rodrigo billy joel I also heard Burner Boy, who will be the first Afrobeats artist to perform on the Grammy stage. And let's just say he's having a few extra ingredients to the lineup. I also heard performing with him will be 21 Savage and of course my girl Brandy. So tune in tonight to the Grammys. I will. What about you? So uh, definitely. Um... Club Shay Shay. Club Shay Shay, we all know, is a podcast done by our uncle Shannon. Mm-hmm. Our uncle Shannon, as he loves to call himself, Shannon Sharp. Um, he is a um pro baller. Now he's a podcast aficionado. So so far, Club Shay Shay has been on the map. If it wasn't apparent to you then it's apparent to you now that you must tune in so pretty much what started off last month he got comedian extraordinaire mr cat williams up in there and let's just say that uh let's just say that they talk for hours and hours the podcast itself is pretty much a whopping total three hours so they had a lot to talk about and let's just say that cat <laughs> started not caught a fire, but he ruffled quite a lot of feathers, especially in the comedic world. He gave he gave props to Bernie Mac, which also pretty much, you know, got the got the conversation. I think his um Bernie Mac's daughter also has a podcast. So she said that Kat reached out to her and she said that he also gave her father her flowers because we all know that Bernie Mac is a very is a very well-loved and very known comedian that pretty much started his career very late, very late, but so, but they always say now more than ever. But when it came to Bernie Mac, his comedic timing was on point. He didn't even have to open his mouth without saying something funny. And he wasn't trying to be funny. He was funny. But even though he left us too soon, his, uh, his shows, his body of work still kind of reigns supreme and any comedian I'm sorry any comedian that you know whether their whether their timing was with Bernie or whether they are 
up and coming, they will definitely let you know that Bernie Mac is definitely at their list. So yeah, um, <clears throat> he also ruffled. He also got a lot of people talking. A uh, couple of raps were done about him. I mean, the whole thing. But he also said that you know, twenty twenty four is going to be the time of reckoning for most people. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's just say a lot of truths are going to be spilled. So so far so well. So if you have not cleared Club Shay Shay, I think you should tune in. He also was a parody on SNL about two weeks ago so uh he's coming in hot as they say so um he just backed up an interview with usher uh, about a couple of days ago and previously he also uh wrapped up an interview with the comedian herself honey actress also miss monique so uh yeah if you have not tuned into club shay shay i think you should because i definitely wanted to see what him and monique were talking about because you know mo don't hold her tongue for nobody she loves us for real doesn't she but yeah so uh definitely tune into club shay shay and see what all the chatter is about but um also when he spoke to usher he usher stated that him pharrell and diddy was supposed to be a super group i think also, I'm not sure about if he said Jay-Z too. Um, a super group? Not so much. I think everybody would have went their separate ways. He said it was supposed to be into fruition, but it never happened. So yeah, Usher bought some tidbits uh, being on the, uh, being into Club Shay Shay. So yeah, definitely. Apologize or apologize? Is that the question? Okay, so Justin came out. Justin came out with his new release, Selfish. His album is his album. Um, everything I thought it would be would be released next month. So of course, making his rounds, he pretty much um was the musical guest last week on SNL. Dakota Johnson was host host at the time. Um, Britney, we know Britney Spears. You not be under a rock if you don't know Britney. Now we all know Britney released her memoir last year, and it shed some light on her life and growing up and things of that nature. So it goes, it gives us back to the time and sentiment when she and Justin were in a relationship. At the time, Britney Spears said that she was expecting, and she told Justin, and she pretty much had to get she had to let the baby go because Justin pretty much was not ready to be a father at that time. So fast forwarding, going to the part where back in 2002, when he made the album justified, of course he released cry me a river. Now in the video, it portrayed a lookalike, a lookalike reference to Britney Spears, but we don't know how far that came to be. Now, as the rumor mill conducted himself and he never specified what the video in turn was supposed to be. Brittany said in her own words and I quote. She was looking like the hot harlot. And he was looking like the poor, the poor crying church boy in the rain. And they portrayed her to be the harlot. And while he was riding the wave of success of the album and single. She was in seclusion in Louisiana. Now she did go on to say that she was sorry for her for her alleged infidelity. She was sorry. She wished him well. 
she wished him well his singles doing good and and you know blah 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 she apologized for it she owned it and kept it pushing so fast forward previously he uh justin made a surprise appearance this past wednesday um he made a he made a um he made a a, a one night only concert and he pretty much went on stage and said that he doesn't have to apologize he doesn't have to apologize to any explicited no one okay and he went on to perform his uh his songs as well as cry me a river okay now we also know that during the uh, during last month popped up his controversy with Janet, what happened at the Super Bowl back in uh, 2004. They squashed their, they pretty much came to a resolution back in 2021. We don't know how far to extent it went. Now, as far as him and Brittany, we don't know if he, I think he apologized for his actions with Brittany back in maybe 2021. I'm not too sure. Um, Pretty much when that was said, it sparked a fire under Britney and she rebuttaled back and said, um, you know, oh, you want to go there? Let's see who's crying now on the basketball court and things of that nature. Going back to them at a basketball tournament back eons ago. But at the same time and token, I don't feel that Britney should have had apologized at all. I don't think she needed to make amends for anything. Once you release your book, that's your truth. That's your honesty. So what? Why is he why is he why is he upset? He shouldn't be upset in any way, shape, nor form, honey. You got kids, you marry, you you you're you're in your career. Why should you be pressed about what she put in a book? She's living her life. She spoke her truth. This book is a top seller, bestseller, if you ask me. And what is it to you? What is it to you? And I don't think she should be apologetic for shit. She ain't doing nothing. Brittany, Brittany is living her life the best way she possibly can. She's not going back into the industry anytime soon or at all, as she specified. So, girl, bye. I'll be writing two, three, four, five, ten books about my life and saying it all. So what? I'm grown. This is my story. I'm going to tell the truth, period, the end. Shit. Then she's a piece of shit. Then it's all in the book. God damn it. So I don't think that she needed to say anything more. You don't need to apologize for shit. You spoke your truth in that book. The end. Who don't like it can go to hell. People think that you're supposed to be silent when you write a book about your life. No. The book is about your life. So you're going to get as honest as as truthful and as explicit as you are as you need to be because you're going to you're generating your honesty there's no one telling you well don't say that or da 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 and it's not like you have a ghostwriter these are your words these are your words your truth your testament and most importantly your story that you're giving to your fans so they'll know really truly what happened and not hear it from the rumors and gossip and this person and that person they get to hear it from you the horse's mouth because who knows better than you do you do you know saying without saying but yeah okay so like i said i don't think she has nothing to be apologetic for i think that she is standing in her her essence at this particular point and 
I wish nothing but the best for Britney. Nothing but the best. May she continue to be outspoken. <laughs> outspoken and not giving a shit. And writing more books and telling all of it. Okay? Who don't like it? Hell is not full. But it can be. So what? That's honesty for your ass. Just saying. Um, okay. So moving right along. Sorry, I have a lot of thoughts in my head. A lot of thoughts. Okay. More stars. More stars and more stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Two more were added this week. That included Charlie. First name Wilson. Uncle Charlie, as he lovingly is called in the industry, got his star on the Walk of Fame. And this past, what day? Thursday. <laughs> um, actor Garrett Morris, you know him from The Martin Show, um, The Jamie Foxx Show. He's been on SNL, uh, Two Broke Girls. His resume and list goes on, especially in movies and more television shows. He also got his star on the Walk of Fame on his birthday. So, folks of that nature came out. For Charlie, you had um, Snoop Dogg. You had his family. You had other artists. For Garrett, you had uh, you had Tashina Arnold who serenaded, serenaded him, um, serenaded him and, and gave a rendition of Happy Birthday. You had Carl Anthony... Um, Carl Anthony Payne II. You also had um I forgot his the actor's name who also played Sean on Martin. You had I also saw Christopher B. Duncan who played um uh, Braxton. Um you had his family and it was a slew. Oh, and uh Jennifer Jennifer Coolidge, who I think played on Two Broke Girls, they also spoke. So uh congrats both to Garrett. And to Uncle Charlie for getting their stars on the Walk of Fame. We hope this won't be the last. There will be more coming. Um, finally get their props. We know Uncle Charlie's story. Following the Gap Band. Going solo. Kicking addiction. Um, he's been the hook man for everybody as of right now. I mean he's the. He's the. You know. Mature version of Nate Dogg. Because Nate Dogg was on everybody's hook. But he continued to rest in peace. But now Uncle Charlie is on everybody's hook. So you know. Congrats to both gentlemen. We wish them to uh, congrats to both. You know, stars stars have aligned, and you know they get their flowers, and hopefully they continue to get their flowers while they're here. So, um, again, like I said, how far is too far? Now, in hip hop, probably in R and B too. I wouldn't be surprised in pop music. There's always been rumblings of who don't like who people like to say beefs i i'm gonna go on and say disagreements don't see eye to eye kind of because when it gets down to it when beefs are started it's rumblings of back and forth and then things and people are being talked about and going personal and going a little straight to hell as they say when they go when people love i mean when it, you you heard the saying when people go low you go high but when people go low you go you take them straight to hell in a chamber with no grease so how far is too far 
Now, we've known in the hip-hop industry when beefs are taken way out of content and what for, and what dealings have to happen. We still don't know what happened with Tupac and with Biggie, but we know that they definitely launched a a definitely uh a seed of a seed of two uh two sides east west and that went crazy and they're both no longer here and we really don't know the issue hollywood story on what really transpired and we don't know how or we we probably know we know how their disagreements got started but again in the hip-hop industry, when war is raged, as they say, you're hitting your opponent as much as you can with nothing but lyrical, lyric, lyricistic accuracy. You're putting together something that's very pungent, very pungent, but definitely straight to the point. You're not, you're pretty much, you're, you're not holding any bar, you're not holding back. You're giving off steam in less than 16 bars. Or you're giving out, you're rolling out steam in 16 bars. But you're coming as pungent and as to the point, straight to the point as possible. With not leaving no stone unturned. So, when it comes to female beefs. When it comes to female beefs. We've known some that we've known some that's been out there, and then we know some that hasn't been there. I never knew Rockstar and Shantae had issues with uh, had 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 disagreements with Queen Latifah or MC Light. Now we know that Foxy Brown has not been fond of Little Kim, and we know Little Kim has not been fond of uh has been fond of Foxy Brown either. But it's never spilled out to them wanting to hurt each other. Or even going to the point as low as talking about anything personal. But that was then. This is now. Okay. We've never heard of Kaya. We know that Kaya doesn't get along with Trina. We know Trina don't get along with Kaya. Jackie. uh, Jackie. um, Jackie O. Don't get along with Kaya either. Kaya tore her up. And got to Trina too. I'm just saying. Not for nothing. <laughs> we know Kaya don't play. Kaya will rip you, get into you up in a second with no, with nothing else. So, what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to say, or what I'm trying to convey now. All right, his from Meg the Stallion. I'm thinking will be number one, probably on Billboard this week or next week. Just saying. And Nikki is at number two. With, with her response, which is called Bigfoot, and Meg released hits, which was a week ago, and Nikki released hers, which was last week, which will be this week, a week ago, in response. Now, we don't know, we don't know, and I'm going to say that, we don't know how their disagreement got started. All we know is here, and it's gone, it's it's gone viral and it's gone crazy and it's wild. Okay. Mm-hmm. As for Meg who released her his her 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 single last week. Okay. And now she signed to a distribution deal with Warner Brothers. Okay. She owns her masters and her publishing. And she has her own entertainment company, which is called Hot Girl Productions. So that's that's good to know. But she's been pretty much mute once she released it, once she released it said nothing 
only say good morning good morning hotties y'all keep running that single hiss up and that's it and then she said something else about her you know signed to uh um to um the Water Brothers, uh, not Water Brothers, uh, was signed to her her distribution deal, which now she publicly owns her masters. She owns her publishing and her masters. So yeah, big deal. Okay. And Nikki released her single, which was last week, which pretty much Nikki was on a tangent for about seventy two hours until it was time to release. Um. Meg pretty much came clear cut to the point. Nikki, we all know, definitely hit 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 the bottom and went straight to hell with it in a handbag. Um we know that Nikki has been definitely a mean girl from not even the beginning, but she's been her mean girl tactics have pretty much sparked up Things with other other female rap artists as well. We're talking from Cardi B. We're talking from Little Kim. I even I even heard she don't even like Lotto, and now she's with me. She uh has it has an issue with Meg. Like I said, I don't know where these have spawned from. We know Nikki. Like I said, the Barb's her her fans love her to the death, but I think at times you really have to check your person. You really have to check your person because, again, you're being watched. You're being watched. You're being watched your every move. And as far as her, per, as far as Nikki's personal life is concerned, it's it's not great either. I mean, she has she has her son, her husband. It, it's a lot with the personals. She lost a parent. It's a lot. Um, her career is definitely her career. Her career is her career is still her career. But I think a lot of things have been passed upon her. I'm not sure if the industry has taken her seriously. I'm, I'm not sure of those things. And rumors are flying around that she's broke. She's doing this. She's doing that. I don't know about all of her. I don't know about her money situation. And that's not my concern nor business. And it shouldn't be anybody else's concern or business either. I'm just thinking that, you know, at this particular time, her career is, she's definitely at a standstill with things and is trying to move forward. But at the same time, it's hoping her, her as a person and her tactics and her behaviors are not cool. You can't go, you just can't do that. You're talented. You're wasting your talent. You're wasting your talent for something else. And it's taking over your behaviors to make you, to make you go bonkers. And it's not cool. And we don't know who her, her, um, her entity, her team is about either. We don't know. We don't know if she's a one woman show or she has people. We don't know. Now, as for Meg, Meg pretty much sparked up her own little, I wouldn't say controversy, but I don't think she meant anything by it. Okay. We all know, or we don't know, but we should know. We all know about Megan's Law. Megan's law happened to be a law that is in that's pretty much uh pretty much based on a person who is a child you could say sexual offender, molester, blah blah blah. When they move into any neighborhood, they must identify themselves as who they are. They would especially if the neighborhood has kids. 
they must be identified immediately in the database. That is a law. That is a law. A law that's been established now for 30 years due to the horribleness of a young of a of a young lady a young girl at the time named Minkinkinka who was actually lured, raped, and killed. And this happened back in '94. So, right after all of that went down, a law was put into place, and it is known as Megan's Law, and it is named after Megan Kinka. So, with that law being into place, no matter where you go, rural, city, or anywhere, you must be identified as that. Because if you're not, it's going to be a lot. That is a law. By law, you have to identify if you are a predator. Especially if children are in that neighborhood. You must be identified as that. That is a law. So... That was put into the song, and for those who did not know what that what that was all about, of course you looked it up. I already knew about that. Like I said, I was I already knew about that, and I was like, whoa, okay. But I don't think she meant any harm by that. But again, it pretty much brought up it it pretty much brought up what transpired, and of course, you know. Um, her parent, um, Megan's parents, pretty much kind of came out and said that you know Meg kind of opened up some wounds about the situation but I don't think that Meg meant anything by that I think it was a, a shot at Nikki knowing that we know what her personal life is filled with you know so I don't think it meant any disrespect towards that uh towards Megan Kinkin's family in no way shape or form and I do think that folks have taken it out of content. And again, it's not for everyone. It's not, it shouldn't have to ruffle feathers. It's pretty much a lyrical, a lyrical spit at the other opponent to get pungentness, to make it go, whoa, and to make you guys look up for it. I think for a law that was put in place 30 years ago and for it to be brought up, absolutely. And I think that, should Meg be applauded for that? I wouldn't say not so much. She didn't know that it was sparked that much. Or maybe she knew. It's a tactic to stuff. You have to be, again, you have to be business savvy. <laughs> you know, you coming at your opponent. You got to figure out what's going to really strike that mighty blow. And it's understandable that these parents have a right to feel how they feel. Because who wants to relive who wants to keep constantly reliving that nightmare when it already keeps happening 30 years ago? This this little girl should have been a young woman. She should have been growing up. Hell, she probably would know even knew who Meg was. Meg the Stallion was and all this going on. But unfortunately, some idiot took that took that had the, had the methodicalness to take that all away. So again, I just think that when viewers and and fans get involved it gets ugly and then it takes it straight to hell i'm thinking when it comes down to the personals kids are out of off 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 limits i don't give a flying fig 
Kids are off the damn table. Don't you dare. That is an automatic you, you out of here. Okay. And as far as family and stuff like that, I think when you're talking about parents that are no longer here, that is a hot button to touch. I can relate to a parent not being here. And if you say something disgusting, that that's an automatic you going straight to hell. St- straight up. I don't care. They say sticks and stones won't break bones. Words can hurt sometimes. And when you take it down to a person that's lost a parent, you have no flipping idea. And if you lost a parent, that shouldn't even come flying out your goddamn mouth. Again, you shouldn't even be here. Especially if I didn't say that. Who the fuck are you? That's a problem. An automatic foul. So I think when it comes down to when it comes down to fans getting involved in the middle of alter, uh, I wouldn't say altercations, but it gets to disagreements, it gets out of line and out of order. It gets out of control, and then it goes too far. How far is too far? It's too much. But I'm thinking with both ladies, however, however, it's okay to not like each other. It's fine. It's fine. But make your goddamn money. There's enough room in this industry. Okay? Because I'm so sick of people calling themselves queens of this, queens of that. Stop it. There's enough queenage for everyone. Okay? Enjoy life. Enjoy your music. Make your money. Mind your business. And that's it. Who cares? This is how shit gets started. If people mind their business and drink their water and focus on what they need to focus on, the world will be a dead or damn place. Instead of worrying about two grown women coming back and forth. Again, Megan's been minding her business. She hasn't been saying much of anything. The best, the best response is none. Okay? I learned that. The best response is none because people want to see you cross that other side. They want to get you that. You don't respond. You drink your water. You mind your business. You keep it pushing. You don't feed or pay into none of that. You're out here to make your coins and get to that bag. That bag is talking. And then after you get that bag, you secure a piece of happiness and security. And you keep it pushing. And that's what you work for. You are forgetting and securing that bag and finding that piece of luxury of happiness and sanity. Because this world is crazy. You need peace of mind. You need happiness and you need sanity to go hand in hand with all that. And maybe a bag or two wouldn't be that bad. I'm just saying. <laughs> but get your happiness and your sanity first. I just think when it's cro- when you cross the line of bringing children... You cross the line of bringing parents, spouses, etc., etc., exes, it gets ugly. And then when the fans get involved and viewers get involved, it just returns, it turns into a straight shit show. And then it goes far to the left. We just don't need anybody. We you 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 don't want to pick up the phone or you don't want to turn on your television and you see expiring person gone it. You don't want to hear all that. Because it doesn't even have to come to that. And again, it's all about a person's actions and how they de- how they are as a person. And sometimes you just have to know when enough is enough. And you just have to walk away. If it's not hurting you or doing anything less than doing it, it physically doing anything to you, then why even bother? Why entertain it? Like I said, it's enough room in this world for 
many queens to do their thing. There's not one queen of rap. There's not one queen of pop. There's many queens. Take your crown, wear it proud, and work on do your music and mind your business. Stay in your stay on your street. Stay on your corner. On your avenue, on your boulevard. Long as the person don't come up and touch you, you ain't got nothing to worry about. But again, when they cross the lines of bringing kids and crossing the line of anything else, that's a no-no. That's an automatic foul. Fragrant. Bad on the bad on the floor. <laughs> foul. You're out of there. But um yeah hopefully like i said this will keep you know hopefully again who who it's not even about picking a side if you enjoy both their music enjoy both their music if you enjoy one and you don't enjoy the other that's on too you know what i'm saying because again it's just about giving out quality music and but it's also about the person that you are and sometimes you can't you burn enough bridges you're gonna have to be able to cross them bridges sometime soon so it's about to be careful. You got to be careful with what you do. Not only, not only, in, not only in that part, but in life, you just have to be able to really be accountable for your actions and be accountable for your character and your behaviors. Because again, you're going to burn those bridges. But remember, you gotta, you gotta repair them shits when it's time to come back. And not everybody's gonna want to repair shit with you because you burnt them. Shouldn't have burned them in the first place. Just saying. So. Lifetime has a new documentary. A new documentary coming out. About a well-known talk show host. Hmm? Give up. Give up. Give up. Yes. It's entitled. It's titled. Where is Wendy Williams? You guys know Wendy Williams. Okay. Television personality and radio DJ. We all know that pretty much Wendy has started her career in radio. We know her starting up in New Jersey and then keeping it hot in New York. She's traveled from Hot 97, Kiss FM, and BLS. And not only transitioning from radio, she's transferred. She's pretty much transferred into television. She's usually she's she's dubbed as the Howard Stern of Howard Stern shock jock of female persuasion shall we but she's also transitioned into television we know she's our she's definitely a famous talk show host anytime you landed on her show that was prime time big time like the lyrics say you want people all up in your business like a windy interview she was the one she knew how she knew the topics of the day from everybody whether you wanted it to be in the news or not she was the first person that ran across that that uh that that picket fence so long before Bossip and Hollywood unlocked and TMZ she was the one in the streets getting all the tea and you know at the height of her career it pretty much kind of fell flat we seen in the we seen in the blogs we seen in articles and even she's the uh, even she's deflected of not trying to address it of her marriage pretty much ending and the way it was dealt with her 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 ex cheating on her cheating on her having a whole girlfriend and then a child appeared 
the way he would go back and forth with her in court and releasing his his tell all or saying his side of the story then of course you know her trying to raise her son in the midst of everything and then her dealing with her family the loss of her mom you know going back and forth and spatting with her sister and brother and you know things of that nature then you have other people in the industry also making comments us as the fans or as us as the fans we're kind of in limbo and questioning like well damn and then of course her her health she's made you know her health her overall health has taken a, a nosedive which pretty much she's been and she's told this candidly she's she a battle she battled addictions especially with alcohol she's battled addictions with drugs absolutely so those things kept creeping back into it and again you know with these uh stations if you're not back and ready and able and willing they will let you go and she really didn't get the proper send off the way it was supposed to go they just abruptly pulled the plug and just abruptly pulled the plug from underneath her as they say just swept the rug right underneath her we knew we heard it we've heard it as a rumor that they were going to let the wendy williams show go but after that it was done lights out camera off nobody sat in that purple chair that purple chair got cold real quick so it's a two night two part documentary on uh pretty much we wanted to we would like to know what's going on with Wendy but she also gives candid detail about what's been going on with her and now she's been put under legal guardianship so someone has to pretty much you know it was kind of it's, it's in a it's similar to what Britney Spears went through while she was guard oh she was garnered guardianship when her father had her under conservatorship so whatever goes down with whatever goes down with the money they're in charge so before wendy even gets author authorized to get a crumb they're the ones that are in charge so if she got to pay her bills they're the ones that divvy it out so her bills can be paid or she can get this or she can get that but she doesn't see a crumb of it she doesn't get to touch it she doesn't get to go to the bank and put in how much she needs or how much she wants or get to pay her bills or you know spend or buy anything for her or anything like that it's already pretty much a person has to do that for her it's like controlment if you ask me so her son also gets to speak and you hear him say that you know his mom acts like things are okay and they're really not he said that a lot of people have taken advantage of her over the years have taken from her and left her you know and left her with nothing and even she specified that she's obviously broke and you know you scratch your head and you're like but you've been in business your whole life you've had the number one talk show in america again like i said if it wasn't for you there'll be no boss up hollywood unlocked tmz or any other any other entertainment news magazine that gives off the hot topics because you had it we know she buffled a lot of feathers <laughs> we know some infamous uh ones she has some spats with we know that people tried to come and jump her we know all of this but you have to respect you have to respect who she was you have to doing all of that in the midst of having your own situations and i mean whether you like i said whether you liked it or not remains to be seen and you can't 
tell some you can't say that this is a person's karma because the way they this ain't we're not here for that and you don't know the dealings and you don't know you don't know that we're not the sorcerer of the future we can never say what a person's karma is we just sit around and wait and see we just give out good you just give out good energy and don't worry about others so her two pipe her two night documentary will be uh, will be on the lifetime channel that's airing the 24th. That's airing the 24th and the 25th. So you get to hear from her own mouth, her own words, her own styles of what really truly happened. But, um, you know, I just think that with the interview, I'm not sure if it was too soon. I don't think it was too soon. I'm not sure of Lifetime I'm trying to make a quick buck. Questionable Lifetime. I don't know. I mean, Wendy did do her movie with you guys, so I don't know if y'all were willing to work with her again. But I did, y'all did, y'all did specify and say this was a labor of love. I'm just hoping it's done for the right reasons. We get to really find out what Wendy's story is all about, and hopefully she gets. I wouldn't say I I won't say hopefully she gets the help that she needs. I um just hoping that she just heals from all of this. She's able to find her way back and maybe one day we'll probably do a, we'll probably see if she'll do an update on herself. But I just think at this time now she just needs to focus on herself, focus on her mental ability, you know, keep her family around as much as possible and um, just spend time with her son. And I think her son needs to also kind of, you know, deal with his mom as well, because I think it's hard for him to even take, you know. It would be any it would be hard for any child to understand that their parent is being taken advantage of and sometimes and you know they want to do so much but you gotta know what's stopping them from doing that. Even her sister wanted to kind of take, you know, wanted to take the realm of just helping her out and stuff like that. But the court pretty much forbidden her from not doing that. So like I said, you get to find all of this and more in that interview um coming up on the twenty fourth. So, quickly before I go, let me give you my uh, my little trivia I was talking about earlier when I told you guys about who am I. So, during the month of February, because you guys know it is Black History Month. And, uh, yeah, but we celebrate blackness all around. So, here it goes. But for this month, I'll give you guys a little bit of trivia inside of who I'm talking about. So, like to hear it. With further ado, here it goes. Okay. I'm an EGOT winner, which meaning I have a Grammy, an Oscar, a Tony, and an Emmy. You know me from pretty much most of my movies, whether it featured me playing someone who had to deal with a ghost, or I played a nun, not with bad habits, or whether I played someone who was kind of looked down upon and whose sibling was taken away from them. Even though my this is not my real name, but I go by this name. You can currently see me on your TV screen every morning on the weekdays. Who am I? Well, I gave you guys mad clues, so y'all should have figured that out once I said the whole nun thing. Y'all know who it is. That's Whoopi Goldberg. The outspoken Whoopi Goldberg. That's who she is. <laughs> so definitely. But um, 
next episode i'll try to see if i can give you guys a little wrap up about what happened at the grammys because i am tuning in for it just a snippet i mean all these music award shows are just i uh, are just a lot it's just to the point where you're disinterested but definitely but definitely i will tune in and i'll give you guys a kind of wrap up on that one and of course you know without saying you know i'll give you guys i'll keep you guys with more stuff because that's what I do. So uh, I thank you guys for tuning in t- uh, today to hear me. It's been a minute. I know. But uh, I'm, I'm more than gracious. So uh, until the next episode. Y'all stay safe. Later.